You're listening to Head Table Talk. I'm your host with all the toasts, Meredith. Each week, I bring you wedding news, hot takes, and stories about working in the wedding industry. Sit back, relax, and prepare your toasts. Hello, friends. I'm back. I have one little update for you and one little hot take for you before we get into today's episode. Um, One little update is Head Table Talk will officially be moving to releasing episodes every other Friday um, just for like consistency reasons um, instead of, you know, me getting behind and everything. I'm just going to start officially releasing every other Friday. So it'll be this Friday, March 3rd, and then It'll be two weeks after that. Well, one week without and then one week on. So I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, it's just me over here doing all the recording and editing. So hopefully over time, as the podcast grows, I can come back to weekly. But for now, to just be more consistent with myself and with the podcast, with you guys, we are going to be doing every other week starting today, March 3rd. And then, honestly, I really don't have a wedding hot take for you guys this week, but I just wanted to do a quick, just life hot take. And this hot take is that champagne and Prosecco should not just be for celebratory reasons. Life is too short to have the drinks that you enjoy the most only when you're celebrating. So drink that bubbly drink whenever you want, like I do. Prosecco is my drink of choice, and I'm going to have no shame about drinking it, even if I'm not celebrating anything. Okay, we have a literally fantastic episode for you guys this week. I know I always say that, but this might be the podcast that is closest to my heart. Um, We have Ashley and Nathaniel from The Prelude on, and it just, I have no words for it. So I'm just going to go to break and let you guys listen to it for yourself. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Beloved The Shop. Beloved is a curated collection of women's elevated basics and versatile styles. When you shop with Beloved, you know you are working with a company that truly has heart. I mean, love is in their name and literally everything they do. With things from everyday essentials, adorable accessories, and 18 karat gold jewelry, Beloved is your one-stop shop for a capsule wardrobe. I recently got some products from Beloved and to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. The pieces are high quality, so comfortable, and reasonably priced. You can take advantage of their prices and more by using the code HTT10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's code HTT10 at checkout. Shop today at BelovedTheShop.com and on Instagram. Pick up an Ankeny and fast shipping available. On today's podcast, we have Ashley and Nathaniel of The Prelude Wedding Venue. When I say what they have done with this land is truly magical, I mean it. The Prelude is a gorgeous space created straight from two people who dreamt of whimsical and romantic ages. From the black and white flooring, wood stoves, to gorgeous scenery, what they have done is a stunning one-of-a-kind venue in the heart of Iowa. Welcome to the head table, Ashley and Nathaniel. Hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? Good. I'm so 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 excited to have you guys on we met um a couple weeks back at the Iowa wedding show and it was I don't know I don't know about you guys but I felt like it was like a connection at first sight type of thing we spent hours talking and yeah 
what you guys have done is just absolutely beautiful. So kind of say in your own words, tell our listeners a little bit about your space. Okay. Well, you uh, definitely uh, uh, kind of set us up there. I don't know if we'll be able <laughs> to live up to it, but um, our space. Okay. So one thing that we love about our space is that um, we kind of wanted to blend like elegance and comfortability with it. So a hard thing to find balance in is like elegance without feeling too cold or too stuffy or like you can't touch anything. And then with comfortability, it's like it could look a little too, for our taste, maybe a little too like rustic or something like that. So a way that we've kind of tried to blend that is with our, like you said, black and white. Those are big colors, Mm -hmm. um, black on our walls, which was kind of a risky move. Putting black on the walls, we thought, you know, how could make it look like a cave it could you know make it look really small but it really really um aided in that comfortability and making things feel very homey and warm um and then we also have lots of golds of course gold is like our favorite color so the the gold obviously helps with that too and so that's like a lot of feedback that we keep getting is that it's very elegant but yeah it doesn't feel cold or stuffy um or stagnant or anything like that so that's one of my favorite things about it. I also love that it um, it really is our style. So we kind of went mm. at it very selfishly. Um, we <laughs> wanted to create something that like at the end of the day, we were super proud of. So it wasn't really like business or trends or even wanting mm. to be something super different and unique around the area that kind of like bred the seed of you know the inspiration behind like the style of it it was just cherry picking things that we see from like different you know like bbc movies right. and things that you see on pinterest and stuff and um i mean so far we're very proud of what we have so that was kind of the main goal i don't know do you have anything else to add nathaniel oh, right. okay <laughs> that's so funny i actually wrote down for a question to ask like when you were building this space like who did you have in mind and just you guys and I love that I think that's so perfect because you're gonna draw people like you anyways who are gonna want that space yeah that's that's been fun because like the people that we bring in who you know decide that they want to have the prelude as their venue they seem to really love it just because like they've been searching for something that's a little bit different, a little more, I don't know, unique to the scene that's here in Des Moines. There, you know, as you know, lots of barns, lots of like industrial, um, lots of bright and airy and white. And those are so freaking gorgeous. Absolutely. But again, it wasn't quite our style. So Mm -hmm. selfishly, we wanted to create something that was our style. And I think, you know, a lot of the couples that we're seeing, they seem to really appreciate that, that there's something like a little bit different now to the area. So yeah, absolutely. So take us back like way, let's hop in the way back time machine. When did this idea, (laughs) when did this idea kind of start to come about in your guys's minds and when did you start discussing it um, yes that is a great question we little babies we were we little babies <laughs> <laughs> okay so embarrassingly it well it actually had nothing to do with weddings at all in the very beginning yes. in the very beginning um it actually had everything to do with like music so okay. nathaniel and I actually had a band right out of high school, as embarrassing as that is. Don't 
don't look us up because you're going to see some embarrassing <laughs> YouTube videos of us. But we went around to all the different bars and coffee shops and stuff like that. And it was super fun. But again, because we're so selfish, we're like, none of these really have like the vibe or the scene that we want. So mm -hmm. we're like, what if we just created that vibe and scene that we wanted um, and that we were craving to play in and watch live music in mm. other than like maybe the Hoyt Sherman place or something right. around here which is absolutely gorgeous yeah go ahead just something that's more like personality driven it's more some underlying factors of mm. I think why we're here today is Ashley was definitely a tomboy growing up and loved getting her hands dirty her Still dad a tomboy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we do we work on all of our projects together but um so I think it just it was kind of meant to be because Ashley loves building things loves working with her hands and mm -hmm. I'm I'm a creative as well yeah, it's so creative love, yeah it's, it's just fun when you envision something in your mind to put it in the tangible yeah. world and when I was a kid I love I'm obsessed with trees and flowers and mm -hmm. we've been planting I mean sometimes 60 70 plants or trees um in a year out here just because we we were obsessed with it we love it but when I was a kid I would go like in like start <laughs> back uh like set aside ground and just dig up junk trees and um come in <laughs> at like 12 years old it's so cute but um and they're still there we still get to enjoy them yeah but I think, you know, sometimes that has a, a lot to do with the things that we're interested in now as honestly from childhood. You know, so you had this idea, house. you wanted to create a space, you know, yes. kind of yep. based off of what the two of you like. So then mm -hmm. how did you end up like finding the land? And then when did the idea of a wedding venue pop up? Yeah. Well, finding the land was all Ashley. She was wow. so aggressive, just searching the dark. I'm very impatient. So like as soon as that idea popped into mind, that's like all I was doing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So the land, we were, I think I was 22 and you were 23. So we were like dirt poor. Remember coming mm. off of a uh, yep. broke musician's income. <laughs> and then we also had like a little tree service we actually still do that but so we didn't have like tons of money just sitting in the bank so mm -hmm. as we were looking around we were just kind of forced to kind of look further south um and so as we were searching around um we found this land it was actually was it the first or second place we looked at I think it was like the second place we looked at. I don't know. We just kind of, the further south you go, the more hills there are. Yeah. And, you know, Nathaniel grew up in Polk City where it's just flat, flat, flat. So we were just mm -hmm. craving something that had like a little more character to the topography around here. Mm -hmm. And it, it definitely went with our vibe too of we love that European aesthetic. So obviously yeah. that comes with like rolling hills and stuff. So when we got out, here we just fell in love with the rolling hills we were shocked to see that like even Iowa had some views around like we can yeah. see pretty far out from the top of our hill and it has a very 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 modest little pond on it so we we're okay. like okay this this seems pretty fun it's in our price range uh which mm -hmm. was like nothing and uh and so we decided to just the trigger and there was nothing on the land it was actually okay. part of a cornfield so like 
Um, that was definitely a gift and a curse. Though. Yeah, it was a gift and a curse. <laughs> yeah, yes. have all the options in the world, but then you know, waiting twenty years for trees to grow and yes, right. you're just uh, you can. I mean, we were out there with our tape measures and flags, like. <laughs> just obsessing over the right angle to pitch our tiny house. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were. I look back on that with fondness now, but in the Absolutely. moment, it was like crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was the most stressful thing we'd ever done. <laughs> and then just to give you um, a speed version of the timeline, when we moved out here, we actually, uh, we renovated a little camper and we were doing camper life as we built our little tiny house that we live in currently up on the hill, which is in close proximity to the venue. The venue is detached, but um, just about 15 feet away so mm -hmm. we still live here and it was actually because you know our whole uh vision out here has definitely been a, uh, an evolution so our like our last year's weddings our little tiny house was also the bridal suite so we, we okay. never had a spot for the guys in the beginning but um it was really fun because just like monday through friday <laughs> we live here and then just boom all of a sudden there's 12 girls in our little house and we're homeless for the day <laughs> which was really uh. fun it I, I honestly enjoy opening up our place and people. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, so then we got in our little tiny home and then we wanted to get going on our outdoor space right away. So we have a pergola that is our ceremony spot and it is surrounded by arborvitaes that are very young right now. But the, the idea is a very like formal European courtyard aesthetic. So mm -hmm. some of those will grow very large and they will all touch each other and it'll be pretty much just a hedge wall around it. Yeah. There's twinkling lights spreading across it. It's one of our favorite nighttime spots uh, mm -hmm. when the sun goes down. Mm -hmm. It's very elegant out there. But anyway, we built that first and then we were kind of dabbling in some, um, in some uh, outdoor events and uh, okay. that was kind of short-lived. We loved it, but then the realities of just weather so volatile. So then we got right to work on designing our hall that we built in 2020. And now we're just keep adding on. And um, yeah, there's a lot more on that. But that's kind of the speed version of how we got to here. That's so cool. I love how everything you guys are talking about, you have been putting so much intention into every little detail. And like it, is being you know inspired by something else and I think that's really important for people to know and I think that's that's so cool well thank yeah, you thank you <laughs> absolutely um <laughs> where did the name the prelude come from this is all you sweetie oh <laughs> um <laughs> yes I did come up with <laughs> yeah so the I it basically I don't know the exact definition but essentially it's kind of an introduction the prelude means an introduction to like a, the, the greater scheme the greater role mm -hmm. um so a lot of times in like classical pieces it's like the introductory uh little piece to the whole symphony you could say so I think that really fits what we're doing mm -hmm. here and I honestly I'm I'm such an aesthetic it's kind of ridiculous sometimes I just I love the way it looks on paper I love yep. the way it sounds and I love the how it correlates to music and even just our vision out here, like mm -hmm. on, uh, well, that's one way I think of it, even though we are the ones who created the tangible space on actual wedding day, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, we're just in the shadows, you know, mm -hmm. um, emptying garbage cans. So it's, like, <laughs> it's not about us at all. So I kind of like the significance there too, but. Absolutely. And even the wedding day too, it's just an introduction to what the rest of their life is going to be like together. So it really like 
it checked a lot of bases for us and we just kind of fell in love with the meaning and then yeah because we're those people we love the way it looked on paper and the way it sounded (laughs) and stuff too so (laughs) I mean that's where my mind that's where my mind was the whole time that you were talking like I mean I know as wedding vendors obviously we put a lot of emphasis on a wedding day but as we were playing our wedding and I'm sure everyone else who's playing a wedding, everyone always talks about like, you know, it's just one day. It's just one day where really, you know, you're getting married to spend the rest of your lives together. So while the wedding day is important, you need to be able to focus on, you know, the marriage aspect of it too. And so the wedding day just being a prelude to, you know, the hopefully 50 years to come (laughs) is just the start starting point. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys have any wedding day rituals? Do you have anything that like the two of you do today, oh, like the day of a wedding to kind of get ready, get yourself prepared? It could be the day of, day before, week of. Yeah. Well, we were just talking that we're kind of lucky that our wedding day, wedding morning rituals is just our everyday ritual. <laughs> I mean, True. slamming a pot of, of coffee, you know, maybe a few beers at night. <laughs> coffee for sure like we usually like to do kind of like our meditations and stuff in the morning so the thing that changes there is just very specific meditation on like visualizing what a successful wedding day looks like for all parties involved you know good good weather happy bride happy mother-in-laws happy groom and, and all of that um, and there's definitely some spiritual warfare because we're praying against the rain. Um, yeah. Like every every Saturday. Every Saturday. Pray really needs it. But, you know, no yeah. Yes. It's like let it rain on all of yeah. the fields around us, just not on this exactly. one hill. <laughs> just the dome around us that's protected. And then, okay, so I guess the only other ritual I guess would be after the wedding is done and everybody's kind of out of there that's kind of when Nathaniel and I go through we start picking up tablecloths and stuff like that and we have a pretty decent sound system in there again Mm. because we like music and we're selfish so we turn that way up and blast some like bass heavy music and have a little have a little dance going on as we're cleaning (laughs) very like a Snow White-esque if she was like into like rap and hip hop oh my god that's that's um, so funny just like, all the little birds helping you too exactly that's so I, fun. I, think that's it. I think that those are kind of those are things keeping it simple you? so yeah i'm not allowed to ask. <laughs> i mean you can um i typically i typically like to honestly watch my wedding video again because i think it really reminds me that like the day is so personal to them and you know after going to a lot of weddings throughout my career like sometimes it is easy to just look at weddings as just you know another day at at the job but I think like even if I'm just looking through my own wedding photos just really kind of like grounding myself in that way um I feel like that has really helped me in the last couple years as far as like before a wedding but thank you for asking yeah you definitely that's, yeah. yeah we change our answers we also watch our wedding video yeah. that's beautiful yeah that is very inspiring it's fun and then obviously you know coffee for sure gotta get that coffee yeah, yeah. yeah that's a staple yeah 
So take us like a little bit of a walk us through in our minds, like what your venue looks like walking in, like through the front doors, out to the pergola. What's it kind of set up like? Nathaniel, you're more whimsical than I am. (laughs) Okay, so as you're driving up, one thing that we love is that we trees kind of surrounding the perimeter of our property. So from the road, you cannot see the venue at all because the trees are just so thick. But then as soon as you cross the threshold of those trees and towards our entrance, everything just kind of opens up. So our venue is placed on top of a hill. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at this big open field um, surrounded by trees on all sides. And then at the very top is our is our little house and our hall and our pergola. So once you get up, um, we kind of have a roundabout um, that we have like guests park in um, if they're not parking in our parking lot. And then you walk past our tiny house first, um, which attached to it is our rose garden uh, that we just Mm -hmm. put in last spring, which I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite out here, (laughs) but the rose garden was like, yeah, that was for sure. So it's like you get it has like a really cool shape to it, or at least mm. in our opinion, because it fits that European, a uh, very tidy, straight lines, symmetrical. Mm. We love symmetry out here. You're going to see that a lot oh, out here. Uh, oh, and just a quick note on the rose garden. We have this old vintage uh, red velvet couch yeah. that mm. as long as the weather permits, Ashley and I just lug it out there the morning of wedding day. Yeah. And it's really fun because like people will just go out and hang out, bask in the sun. Um, also, it's right where the guests pass on their yeah. way to the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So um, people generally have fun and we'll take some pictures. And oh, yeah. Ridiculous and stuff. Can I be honest with you guys for a second? Yes. Yeah. I'm literally Please. getting teary eyed right now. No. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm picturing like a beautiful, warm, sunny day and just sitting on a couch next to a rose garden. Maybe it's just because we're in the middle of winter right now and like that sounds like heaven. But yeah, that just is like that sounds so magical. It literally sounds like a fairy tale. Oh well, you're very encouraging. Yeah, Yeah, you're very sweet. Yeah, that's definitely I mean, we want to definitely evoke those emotions of just like whimsy and feeling like you're just transported to a different world here at the prelude. So I don't know. Keep going, sweetie. You were on the... I liked what you were saying. Um, so, oh, it's by the pond, too. Oh, yes, we do have our humble little farm pond that <laughs> we've kind of uh, been working on and uh, kind of bringing to life. We drop a uh, fountain in there, so all season mm. long, there's like a pretty fountain out in the middle, which is so relaxing to, mm-hmm. you know, to watch and, mm-hmm. and to listen to. So we have, uh, we call it our Lord of the Rings tree. It was a pre-existing tree by the pond that we brought to life. It's, it's like our biggest tree. It's our biggest tree. Mm-hmm. It's very spindly, and it, you definitely think that it could maybe talk to you. And really, <laughs> oh, so, it's probably got some cool stories to tell. Yeah. People really gravitate to that tree because we have, like, a little two-person swing mm-hmm. um, hanging mm-hmm. from it, and which is close proximity to the fountain. Oh, and also, just a side note, there was this older tree that I had to, this is right by the swing, um, mm-hmm that I had to, in the stump, I wanted to create like a chair out of it. So I'm no chainsaw carver, but I did my best. (laughs) But you kind of got to go down there to see it. But believe it or not, a a bride and groom we booked, uh, the groom was very excited. And he's like, I'm getting pictures. 
it from uh, the pond. So anyways, side tangent, but that's kind of fun. Not, not really wedding related, but still fun. <laughs> um, yes, the pond is a great aesthetic. We we find that uh, it's a great spot for all the like larger um, photos on wedding day. Yeah, like family photos and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah people just gravitate to the tree and overlooking the pond with the fountain. But yeah, so you, you pass the rose garden and um, there's kind of a little terrace and it's a short walk to the yeah so like like we were saying before the pergola is the first thing we built here back when we thought that we were just going to be outing so the pergola is now where most of our brides want to do their ceremony okay. so the pergola again has all the arborvitaes around it and then at the head of it um we have a big statue fountain that we turn on again adding to that european aesthetic and then just the the sound of it is very like soothing and whimsical as well so we turn that on and then surrounding the fountain we have four white rose bushes wow. and then kind of lining the front where the bridal party goes we have big fluffy white hydrangeas so as you walk around our property you're gonna see a lot of roses and you're gonna see a lot of hydrangeas because those are like our two favorite flowers at the moment hydrangeas just because they're so fluffy and right. cute and then roses because they're they're just like they bloom from right. the first bit of spring oh. until frost yeah they're just mm -hmm. powerhouse flower so we have those and then if you look up, you're going to notice, like Nathaniel was saying, the twinkling lights, which are so beautiful um, at night. Um, they just create this warm ceiling above you. And we have tiki torches lining the sides of the middle aisle as well. Um, so if the wind isn't crazy or anything, you like to light those. Um, and it just creates a very, I don't, kind of like a medieval kind of look, booty cool. uh, look to it. So we also love, well, we love symmetry and then we love good flow of everything too so the pergola is right off of our hall so okay. straight from the pergola you can walk through the french doors that leads you into our hall so like we were saying before our colors are black and white and gold so when you walk in um, we have tall ceilings um, so you look up and at our tall ceiling and at, at the ceiling is a big chandelier. So there were a couple of musts in our hall mm -hmm. and a chandelier was definitely one of them. And it was an absolute nightmare trying to find oh, one no. that fit our style um, and for the size and everything like that. And then when it came, that was just a, a whole other ordeal because it came completely disassembled and it has like a bajillion little crystal balls oh on it so it was like a two-day process to put that together but then you'll notice on our floor we have a black and white checkered floor that was another must that's our dance and that's our dance mm. floor and then um so it's big and open on the main floor um and we have like a little wood stove there which um is more for aesthetics for weddings but in the winter time like this we definitely use it yeah. a ton um, for like smaller, more intimate events. Um, and then we also have a mezzanine. So mm -hmm. the mezzanine is serves two purposes. One, to obviously seat more people. And then two, it gives um, kind of like, especially at night, it kind of gives it this cool, like old school nightclub oh, feel cool. where you can kind of look over the dance and the dance party and the head table and the guests down there and you feel very much a part of the party 
but yet uh, kind of, you can kind of get away from it a little bit if right. you're wanting to feel like you want to be a part of it, but not right in the middle of it. So leading up to the mezzanines, this was another must. We wanted gold viral staircases. So a, a lot of this stuff was as we were building the venue, we didn't know how we were going to make a lot of these things happen, like the mm-hmm. chandelier, the checkered floor, <laughs> the stairs. But we just knew that we would find a way to make it happen. So we just there's built it. There's a will, it, there's a way. Hoping. Exactly, exactly. So we just built it. We'd figure it out along the way, hoping we'd figure it out along the way and uh, just made it happen. So I don't know, what are what are some other things in the venue that you could point well, out? Like what you said about oh, the art. And, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So we, it's not, um, it's not overbearing, but we do have a few pieces of art that are on our walls all the time. Mm-hmm. And we get really good feedback on our tours oh, awesome. and our weddings that we've had because um, they're, and actually each, these are just the little details that we really like, but each little art piece has its own like light that shines on it. An so it, light, it yeah. much yeah. Um, kind of like a little art museum feel to mm-hmm. it. But uh, um, those are kind of spread throughout the, the building on the, on the black walls. Um, and, and actually on that topic, one thing that we wanted to strike a good balance on was mm. not having the indoor space be so much of a blank canvas where a pro to that is you're not going to, you're not going to, um, clash with anybody's style right. that's coming in, yeah. then it can be overwhelming to the couple in the yeah. of how do I make this feel yeah. Right. and decorate it. And we ensure with what we have going, we might, um, I guess just something might not fit everybody, but oh, sure. um, yeah. essentially it's, it, you don't have to do a lot of decorating when you get there. Yeah, right. You get a lot of good yeah. feedback from that. And most yeah. people just want to do florals and um, it, it, it's very elegant, you know, centerpieces and stuff, but we have things on the wall. We have some drapes, um, emerald green, really mm-hmm. large emerald green drapes on our large windows uh, where the head table goes table, yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of lighting. So it just, it feels put together in there and not overwhelming. Like you have a lot to do, but yeah. uh, one note on the upstairs, a lot of good feedback there because like Ashley said, um, you still feel very connected because it, it's, it's a more intimate space as far as size, but, but it's a different feel up there. You know, the ceiling's a little lower. There's black carpet. It's, uh, it's just a place that based on your personality, if you're a guest at the wedding, like you might just find yourselves up there. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it's just, yeah, it, it kind of has a fun effect up there. Yeah, for sure. And then one other thing that hopefully you as a photographer can benefit from too is we're like very anal about our lighting <laughs> um and so everything has like an edison bulb in it to give it that cool. again making yeah. it feel more warm um but we have like a bajillion light switches so we can really manipulate okay. the lighting in there and most of them are on dimmers as well so oh, um, we play around with those a lot just like getting direction from the photographer or the dj and it's just That's really awesome. fun to be able to manipulate the space and it totally changes the vibe in there a ton it takes on a whole different look at nighttime too like i yeah. said it's like a an old school nightclub which is really fun especially at the dance party Oh, this is all just so cool. You guys are doing such a great job of explaining the feel of it. I love it so much. <laughs> Thank you. So what does a non-typical wedding day look like for the two of you? Like, what are you guys doing mm. during the week? Oh, boy. So, <laughs> well, actually, one thing that is uh, 
very much still um, our career is moving more and more towards um, being full time in uh, with a wedding space. We we actually have a tree service as well, so I won't spend a lot of time on this, but we definitely get our hands dirty. We've had uh, it's been our main occupation for about eight years while we've been mm -hmm. dreaming up the wedding venue mm -hmm. and pursuing that. But um, so there's still a lot of stuff to pay for around yeah, here. Mm -hmm. So expensive. So we are yeah. very fortunate that we've been able to have this tree business and it's tree removal and disposal. So just like very just grunt work. To, and it's kind of funny, like the people that know that about us, like we're pursuing this different lifestyle that could right. be that's a little bit more glamorous, but it's like our roots are still <laughs> right. Um, so that's what we do, um, not so much in the winter time, but we definitely do that so that we can come to vision. Um, and, uh, but then we're, we're heavily involved um, on the physical side of yeah. these things in the tangible world out here as well. So not everything we tackle, um, you know, the more uh, qualified and important parts. Yeah, we like these people, yeah. We have a really good support group and a, I have a large family, large community of a lot of different people that specialize mm -hmm. in different um, areas of construction that can help us out with practical yeah. things. Yeah, that's awesome. We love doing we love doing like the finished work and stuff ourselves mm. if possible. Yeah, um, that's that's where it gets really fun when you're adding moldings. You know, you're surfing the internet for cool moldings mm -hmm. and onlays and trim pieces, and that's mm -hmm. perfect. That's what we really enjoy. So yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like you guys are putting in a lot of work, like with your landscaping and everything. Oh, yes. 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 I guess we're just focused on the winter side of things. But yeah, yeah. in the in the spring and summer, I mean, we're just going ham planting things yeah. and trimming things and just making sure everything looks nice and all of our plants are healthy and, and things like that, too. We're incredibly hands on. We love being out in it um, and getting our hands on everything in here. It's a very... um. I don't know. It's a very intimate experience mm -hmm. um, being this involved in not only like the design of it, but like, like I, we can remember what it was like planting each like tree right. and flower and like how hot it was that day and how much mm -hmm. we were sweating and how dirty we were. And, and then as well with like the construction, like we can walk through when it was just studs and, and things like that. And and what it was like to, you know, set a toilet and, you know, things right. like that. So it's a very intimate experience, which has been really exciting. And just one note of what we are currently working on this winter. Yeah. We are trying to finish up our new room suite and bridal awesome. suite. So yeah. um, as of now, our little tiny house is back to being just our house. And <laughs> um, so our goal is to have that finished um, or, or at least in a, a functional state so it can be used by our um, by our first wedding of this season, which is in early June. So yeah. that's our timeline on that. Yep. So that's been consuming a lot of our time yeah. lately. Yeah. You're, you'll find us up in the suite pretty much any day of the week. Yeah. That's right awesome. Now. That you, yeah. Yeah. You guys are able to do that, you know, yourselves during the week and, and really be intentional <laughs> about the spaces. Yeah. And with these, uh, with these intimate suites, um, obviously they're not, they're not large. They're, you know, just intended for the bridal party, but um, they are, they will be pretty fully equipped with um, like a full bathroom. So they'll actually have like a shower and a sink in them. Um, and the bridal suites will have a couple different entrances. So it's actually on a second level, but 
there'll be um, like a status nurse that goes outside. So when she needs to sneak around and do her thing, it's yeah, be hidden and yeah. So we're super excited about those for sure. That's so exciting. Yeah. So lots of new things coming up. Yes. 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 Constantly adding things out here. That's so fun though. Uh, well, you guys, this has been awesome getting to chat with you. Where can listeners find you at online? Yes. So definitely Instagram. Um, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, both under the Prelude XII, um, which stands for Roman numerals 12. Um, and then also our website, which is the Prelude XII.com. Awesome. Oh, it's yeah. been so great having you guys on at the end of every episode we always toast to something that has made us laugh at, for the last week or kind of helped us out or just something that you know we're really enjoying lately so I'm gonna toast first and then um, I'll have you guys okay. go if that's okay okay I am going to toast to puzzles <laughs> mm. I've I've gotten into puzzles recently and <laughs> There's just something about the the slowness of a puzzle that yeah. is enjoyable. I've, you know, I've made it through quite a few podcasts and audiobooks and just doing some puzzles and really yeah. just enjoying my time with them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. I feel like yeah. before, you know, I feel like I always have to be like doing something. So a puzzle like keeps my hands yeah. busy, but it also allows yeah. me to relax, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's, uh, uh, I could definitely see myself liking puzzles as well. I definitely struggle with feeling like I have to be doing something all of the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also want something relaxing because relaxing is sometimes too relaxing and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a lot right. to be doing something. Yeah. Yep. yep. I feel like I have to be productive when I'm relaxing. Yes. So it's a perfect yep. combination. <laughs> yeah, what about you guys? What are you going to toast to? So, yeah, Nathaniel's looking at me. Um, Okay, my toast is kind of along the same vein. I've recently gotten into Sudoku. Oh. And I'm loving it. I'm like, you know, I'll be driving in the car and I'm like, man, can't wait to get home to play some Sudoku. (laughs) Play some Sudoku. (laughs) I know. I feel like such an old lady, but I'm loving it. Daniel actually just bought me a new Sudoku puzzle book. Oh, that's awesome. And yesterday, so I've been doing that all morning um, before this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you're talking to a crossword queen over here. I love crosswords. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I knew we were going to get along. <laughs> I have the New York Times crossword app on my phone. So oh, that is awesome. <laughs> All right, Nathaniel. Oh, gee, I don't even know if this works, but um, <laughs> I want to, I pretty much every morning go out and just dabble on the piano. And that's yes. like my yes. thing that I love to do. I'm I'm not trained or anything. I just like having fun. You are so talented. That's my daily little joy. That no matter how crazy things are, that just always brings me so much joy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that warms my heart. Oh, you guys are just the best. Oh, oh, geez. <laughs> well, this has been stupid. Yeah, yeah, we're blushing over here. Um, yeah, this has been wonderful. I definitely agree, Meredith. When we first met you at the wedding show, I was like, okay, there's something about Meredith that is extremely magnetic. So this has been wonderful to be able to chat with you. And um, and, uh, yeah, I hope we get to chat more for sure. Yeah. 
So excited for our listeners to hear this. So listeners, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will be back next week with another great episode. Thank you.